Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, aka Red Sox Dugout, alongside Joey Nagel, Alex Jefferson, and Garrett Jacobs Meyer. What's up? What's good? Hello. I'm having a great time. This is fun. Same. After yeah, yeah. such a horrible year last year, 2019 wasn't that fun. This is fun. This is watchable baseball. And the Red Sox aren't just a sneaky good team. I feel like they're a good team. I know I know it's early in the season, but I I like what I'm seeing. I agree. <laughs> Me too. Every every aspect of the team besides some shaky defensive plays has looked good. Yeah. And they have an energy too. It's not like they're just um salvaging ball games and barely squeaking out wins. They're winning by a lot and they have energy when they're winning too. Like Cora said, they have a good vibe right now. I, I love that quote. They do. And like Alex mentioned, it's not just that the offense is going crazy, which it is. The pitching has been great too. Not just the starting pitching, the bullpen's been great. So all sides of the ball, aside from some shaky defense, like Alex said, they're, they're doing great right now. Um, we'll get into whether it's sustainable or not a little bit later, but right now I just want to enjoy this because it's a great time right now. Definitely. They, uh, they're the top in the American League in runs scored through nine games, um, which, like, we expected. But, like, after putting up, what did they have, five runs in the first three games? Yeah, I have a stat. Hold on. Oh, yeah, crazy. In their Let's first – They're averaging, like, almost 10, 10 runs a game over their winning streak. In their first three games, the Red Sox scored a total of five runs and batted 160. They now lead the AL and run scored with 58 and 93 hits and an average of 283. So, so that's pretty good. good. That's pretty good. And it's um, not like and, they're just hitting like singles. They've been getting like they they've been getting so many extra base hits. They're hitting the ball hard too. They lead the majors in doubles. Yeah. So our last episode was during that last game in the Rays series, which they ended up winning to complete that sweep. Then they go to Baltimore. And sweep the Orioles back to back sweeps, six straight wins, and we're sitting in first place at six and three. You love to see that. The road gets a lot tougher from here on out, though. I'm excited to see this next couple weeks. It These does. Today's today's twins game was um postponed. We were originally gonna be doing this podcast during that, but it got postponed. But this twin series is gonna be huge because it's gonna kind of tell us who we really are, like see if this is just a flash in the pan or if the Red Sox are a legit team to watch out for because let's be honest the the orioles aren't that much of an accomplishment they swept us in the preseason so it was good to get back and sweep them um and the rays i don't think they're that great of a team but it was good to see um the rays beat up on the yankees to kind of add some more context to that but um the twins are a legit team so it's going to be interesting to see how we play against them I think the Rays are good. I just think that they take a little while to get going every year. I guess. I don't like them. Yeah. I don't like their whole stats. Yeah. Thing. I mean, now that we have Heim Bloom, I feel like the Rays are going to fall apart because he's just been destroying them. Well, I I saw something that was like Jackie Bradley and Benintendi are batting. Like, they were hitting like – I saw that too. They're struggling. Six for 40 or something? Yeah. Six for like 50 or something like that. And all I have to say is Heim Bloom is playing chess. Everybody else is playing checkers. And David Price is a 
relief pitcher now. Yeah, exactly. He moved down to relief. There you go. Yeah. He had his whole host of other problems with the whole COVID thing and not playing. And then he auctioned off his ring. I saw that. Yeah. He's Which keeping ring? the real one, <laughs> not the Mickey Mouse one. Oh, he auctioned off oh. his Dodger ring? Yep. Yeah. Damn. To be fair, he had zero part in that World Series, so he should. Yeah, all he did was watch from home and cheer them on and tweet about it. And tweet about it, yeah. <laughs> um, one real quick thing I want to talk about in that Rays series in that last game, uh, Nathan Avaldi was spectacular, and that game was on YouTube, and Nathan Avaldi won the YouTube award thingy. Woo! Do you know how many YouTube awards Garrett Cole has won? Zero. Zero. That's right. Nathan Avaldi, he's got that one. He's the so. only player in Major League Baseball history to win that award. Yeah. Mike Trout doesn't have one. Jacob DeGrom, nope. Cy Young doesn't have one. That's right. <laughs> Nathan Avaldi, though, has one. So that's all you need to know right there about that. Mm-hmm. He's been incredible. He has Your been incredible. Stars. He's been pitching like an ace. And... I in our prediction episode before the season, I said I don't know if he can um, pitch to that standard because there's a lot of pressure on him. Uh, someone who should be like a number three or four starter, but he's been pitching like an ace. And if we can get that from Nathan Avaldi, that really makes this rotation that much better. Well, I mean, this is our rotation's been great even without Sale and yeah. like yeah, when Sale comes back. And we're Eero gonna need just to scare back. And Erod is not even yeah. hasn't really gotten started yet. Yeah, and, and I mean, imagine if they they prom- they promote uh, Tanner full time, like they should. Yeah, they should. I don't know how they're gonna fit him in, but they Eric Richards right did not stink second time around. Yeah, so he was bad in the first inning, and then he he figured it out. He gave up those back to back homers, and I was like, "Get this guy off my team! I'm done. I've seen enough." And then he figured it out after that. He had like a little meeting in the dugout where Martin Perez was going at him, not going at him, but he was saying like, he was like lecturing him. You need to do this. You need to do that. You and got then... this, man. <laughs> well, I think he goes out the mustache. there. He did shave the mustache. Yeah. That was very needed. Yeah. It <laughs> <That laughs> was rough. <laughs> um, but yeah, he came out after that. And I don't think he gave up a run after those two homers. Nope. So that nope. if we can get Garrett Richards, to be the Garrett Richards we thought it would be when he gave when we get what like ten million dollars, he's our largest free agent signing, guys. So we can't give up on him yet. We need him to figure it out, and that was encouraging was, that he figured it out um, mid game. I was a little disappointed in Ottavino in that um that extra innings game against Baltimore. Yeah, he, I don't uh, think that was his fault though. I I put that more on Cora for putting putting him out there for a second inning. Why? Why does he need to pitch a second inning? Why he's not a, a multi-inning guy. He's not a long relief guy. Yeah. I didn't That's like Cora's bullpen management in that game. It worked out because we won, but I didn't love what he was doing. Adam Adovino should not be pitching two innings unless it's like a, a four-out save type thing where he comes in to get one batter out, then gets the next inning. If it's like that, I'm okay with it, but I don't understand why he pitched two innings there. I feel like Cole, like, like yesterday, uh, why didn't he just pull Valdez? Like he was struggling. Yeah, and they were warming up like, Matt Barnes. You don't want to see Matt Barnes in that game. Like I understand we're up by seven, and then you know 
Perez gives up a few runs. Or not Perez. Valdez gives up a two a couple runs. But like at that point just pull him like save the guy some like dignity and some morals. Like there was no need to keep him in the game. And if you're gonna keep him in the game, why throw somebody and like make him start warming up? Yeah, also, even in um Richard's start, he pulled Richards at like 79 pitches, I think. Yep, 79. When he was rolling, I didn't really understand that. He's been and pulling a lot when, of guys really early. Well, that's when he put in Darwin's in, who actually pitched well, but then Ottavino blew it. The thing with Cora is like early in the season, and we saw it in spring training a couple of years ago, like he's pretty cautious with his pitchers early in the season, which I understand. Um, yeah, I mean, some of his. Some of his uh, decisions have been a little questionable, but I mean, it's it's early in the season for him too. So I'm assuming you know things are going to tighten up as the season gets going, and I'm not I'm not really worried about anything. I've liked yeah, I the mean, lineups he's been rolling out though. Yeah, well, Hunter Renfro was supposed to play center today, which is very strange. It is a little strange. Yeah, he's a good defender though. Yeah, but he's too. I feel like he's too big to play center field. He surprised me with his defense. He had that. He is a good defender. Yeah. Honestly, I think Core just likes being versatile and mixing things up because I think today was their 10th game and it's their 10th different defensive alignment. They've had a different defensive alignment every single game, which I find funny. I, if they can do it, though, why not? I mean, I've, they have so much flexibility and versatility with Marvin Gonzalez and Kiki Hernandez and their outfield Mar- is different every game. What did you, you just say? Marwin Mar- sucks. I hate Marlon Gonzalez. Yeah, he's not. He hasn't been my favorite either. He, he's he's like Eduardo Nunez, but he's not fun. <laughs> That's accurate. I like that. Yeah, like um, Nunez was fun. Yeah, uh, I mean Cora loves Marlon Gonzalez too, so he's playing a lot. I wish they would play Franchi, Franchi more. I want to see him play more. Been tearing the ball, the cover off the ball. Yeah, but I feel like he's only played in like half the games. Let me see. Yeah. Eight games. Okay. So all but one. But I feel like he's pinch hit a couple times. Yeah, he's pinch, pinch hit. hit a couple times. So he hasn't actually started. Yeah, but I do wish they would play him more because I think he has a lot of potential, as we've talked about. Um, but it's hard to um, critique a manager when you've won six straight games. So yeah, if it's working, keep doing it. I like that he's using Vasquez in DH when he doesn't want him to catch for the day because I think you need to keep Vasquez's, Vasquez's bat in the lineup. He's just been so good. Yeah, and when you're getting on base as much as Vasquez is, you need your legs to rest a little bit. You can't just go right back out there behind the dish. So it's good to see that. Um, and Ploiecki is a great backup catcher. He's batting 300 on the season. He was fantastic last season. He so when you have a good title. backup catcher like that, you can do that. Ploiecki literally won the batting title last year. That's right. Also, um, Rafael Devers, normally it takes him like a month or so to heat up and figure out how to play baseball again. It only <laughs> took him like a week or two this season. He's already in like prime Rafi. He hit a homer in all three games every of the single, series? Every single game. Yeah. Two so, game. yeah, that is great to see. I made a uh, – um, he made a great play yesterday too, didn't he? In the field, he, he doubled did. up someone at first. Somehow, it was a bad base running, but it was still pretty. Yeah, sweet. but he fired that ball across the diamond. 
Yeah, yeah well, was- when he hits well, he plays good defense. Yeah, that's true. How, yeah, that's how it seems to be. And then obviously we have to talk about JD Martinez. Just I mean, dingers. he gets video back and he just goes crazy. Yeah, I- <laughs> he took he took last season so personally. People were bashing him nonstop. Yeah, yeah he really he did. Like, and now right, watch this. Here's JD Martinez's MLB rankings: RBIs first with 16, extra base hits first with 12, doubles first with seven, total bases first with 39. Hits tied for first with 17. Homers tied for first with five. Second in slugging percentage, second in OPS, tied for second in runs, and third in average. His OPS is 1.583, which is just comically <laughs> crazy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'd say he's doing pretty good right now. And he hit three homers yesterday. Didn't uh, did, and Verdugo hit a home run at some point in this series? Verdugo homered. Homer, Devers yeah. hit two in that game. So uh, Kike having JD Martin, Kike did hit his first homer in a Red Sox uniform out there in Baltimore. That was um, really nice. But yeah. when JD Martinez is hitting, I've said this before. When JD hits, the whole offense hits. They really rally behind him, and I think that's a big reason why they struggled last year is because JD Martinez struggled. He's really the center point of this offense. Um, you have Rafael Devers and Xander Bogarts who are always going to be good, but when you have JD Martinez to be the leader of the the offense in addition to those guys game changer and that's what we're seeing right now i think he has an extra base hit in every single game he's played this season yeah yeah which is tied for the record i think yep so with one more he can break the record um also he was helping dollback with his hips i think i heard and dollback started to hit a little bit better after yeah we're still waiting on that first homer from bobby but he is hitting and he is making a difference because he beat out that grounder um, the other day that ended up leading the Red Sox the or allowing the Red Sox to win. Yeah, because it saved the game. So he's making an impact without hitting homers, which is good to see too. He had because one then that once he starts like hitting homers, a- he did have one that looked like it was going to be a homer, but it fell short. But it's only a matter of time before he starts leaving the park because he has just so much power. Well, I mean, once we start getting that power out of a number eight guy, like our offense is going to level up even further. Yeah. The lineup is deep. Like the lineup that they rolled out. Um, when was it? Yesterday. I love that lineup. You have Kike leading off Verdugo, Martinez, Bogarts, Devers in the five hole, which deepens the lineup. Vasquez sixth. One of our hottest hitters. You have to face sixth. Marvin Gonzalez, Bobby Dahlbeck eighth. You have crazy power in the eight hole. And then Franchi ninth, which again, crazy power it's a lot that's a deep lineup it is a deep yeah. lineup really good yeah and well, then and some you... days you know you'll switch franchi or marwin out for ploiecki if ploiecki has to catch and vasquez is on dh duty and renfro didn't play that game and he's got renfro insane power too wednesday yeah he was hurt for and a little bit. He was supposed yeah. to play today arroyo i'm still not eh. sold on but same whatever i'd rather defensively he, yeah, he's good defensively, and I'd rather see Arroyo than Chavis just striking out. Like, I like yeah. mediocre Arroyo more than bad Chavis. True. Good Chavis he, would be the best-case scenario, but I don't know if we're going to get that. Let's give a quick shout-out to Michael Chavis. He came up for one day, scored the winning run, and got sent yeah. back down. Way to make an impact. Ice horse. Team player. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of funny how J how like a huge deal was being made about JD and like the sniffles. Yeah. yeah. He, he probably walked into the ballpark, did this, and they were like, oh no, 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 no. They they sound an alarm. They everyone like puts it's like on, the Monsters Inc. thing. Yeah. Exactly. So what? So what? He had COVID symptoms. Did he test? Did he pass all his tests and everything though? Yeah, I think it was he pollen. Cold, he had cold-like symptoms. I think it was seasonal allergies. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend. I have a friend who um got actually diagnosed with allergies after everyone thought she had COVID, but they just like gave her an inhaler. You got allergies now. Yeah. So I guess that makes sense to me. Yeah, but then he came out and hit three homers. So exactly. I'd say he's fine. <laughs> Yes, he was pissed that he had to miss a game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Made up for it in one game. Pissed off JD um, is a different imagine animal. JD, like, it comes out that he actually did have corona. Like, the next day we found out he tested positive. And it's just, like, he hits three home runs after infecting the entire both teams. <laughs> at that point, you just, hit, just keep people. playing. Justin Turner didn't seem to mind last year, at the end of last year. So, why should JD? It's true. Yeah. true. But, yeah, the, the Red Sox are – very watchable right now. I'd say they're the most fun team to watch in Boston right now. Do we agree? I would agree. Yeah. No, the Bruins just made a big deal. Bruins made a big trade. It's an exciting, it's an exciting time. Uh, yeah. They had a great team last night. They had a great comeback. Oh yeah. It's a good team. They held the Nuggets to eight points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said the Bruins. You cut out. Jesus, the Bruins yeah, are you <laughs> lose eight to one. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> no, they're not the Bruins. I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking they had a good comeback, and I'm like, I have this image of the final score in my head. Like, uh, out? <laughs> brother? No, no, I was talking about the Celtics. Well, they did have a great comeback. I mean, I think now that UMass hockey has sealed the deal, shout out to them, national champs. Yeah, congrats the Red on Sox that. Are now the most watchable team in Massachusetts. What a fun time to be from Massachusetts. And if you live in Massachusetts, you can pretend to be a UMass fan, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the Red Sox are very watchable, very fun. In that game against Baltimore, they're winning by a lot. And then they accidentally gave up six runs to make oh. it a game. And then yeah. they're like, no, nah, forget about that. They scored four more runs to make it a blowout again. Phillips Valdez came into that game and really struggled. Um, I don't know what to think of that. He yeah. gave up two runs, walked two. He is one of the biggest mysteries on this team for me. I don't, I don't understand. I like what he is. I like Valdez. I he's, like him. He's been good. But is, I don't understand why he's good. Special about him. He doesn't exactly. throw particularly hard. I think. What what helps him out is he's a little bit of a strange release. You know, he throws a little three yeah. quarters. Um, but yeah, like like last year he went like eleven scoreless innings to start the season or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So it it is strange, but I mean he gets the job done and there are a couple people in the bullpen that I would that I how do I say this? He is one of the few people in the bullpen that I that I actually do trust because there are still like two pitchers in particular that I think do not belong on this team. Josh Taylor and Austin Bryce. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Those guys kind of Bryce, the homie. Who would you replace them with though? I don't know. 
But a surprise this far, thus far has been Matt Andres. I'm impressed. Yeah, he has the only save of the season for us. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting I've been impressed with Whitlock too. Oh, oh yeah. We need to talk about Garrett Whitlock. That, but he was so nasty. I can watch Insane. I can watch the change up all day. I love watching him pitch and it's working big time. The fact that we drafted this guy as a rule five pick, he's never played above double A before. And the fact that we took him from the Yankees and now he's just going <laughs> crazy in the majors after never pitching above double A. It's amazing. It is nice. He yeah. is legitimately nasty. Out of Very nowhere. Very impressive. Very impressive. And if he can keep that up, he's going to be a huge part of this bullpen because he has the ability to go multiple innings because he's a former starter and could be a starter in the future. But right now, he can be nasty with that sinker and that changeup for two, three innings here and there when we need him to. Yeah, I mean, say we have another bad Garrett Richards start. He comes in and exactly lights him up. Yeah, and I can't get over the fact that we took him from the Yankees. I love that. No. Honestly, the really, because the Yankees are pretty good at like drafting like good prospects. It would make sense to go after some prospect pool. Yeah. Yeah, their player development is pretty solid. I, I love Garrett Woodlock. I, that's why I predicted him beginning of the season to have the lowest ERA of all Red Sox relievers because I, I think he is a great pitcher, and I think that we stole him, and I love it. Yeah. I think he, him, and I want a Garrett Whitlock jersey. What number does he wear? Seventy-two. Seventy-two. Yeah, we need to get him a better number. We need to get him. No, like a, no, just well, wasn't that Bogart's number? Bogart. Yeah, that's true. That was Andrew Bogart's number. Twenty thirteen Bogart's jersey. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Good idea. I do not remember that at all. He actually wore seventy-two. Yeah, for yeah. World he Series. He changed two after Ellsbury left. I was watching those. I was watching one of those World Series games last night. I watched and that. You didn't I didn't notice that he wore seventy-two. I didn't. No, I even saw him bat. Also, <laughs> it's funny. I think yeah. I watched two thousand eighteen too. I could be getting confused. I remember Kike Hernandez. He hit a clutch home run in one of those games. Not really a clutch, was- home, but a pretty clutch home run. And I just thought it was cool because I don't. I didn't remember that at all. I didn't connect to him too. Yeah, twenty eighteen um, was just the warm up for this season. We had to yep. have two bad years to make everybody think that we're beatable again, let people sleep on us, and then this year we can be back and just bully everybody again. I want to talk about Matt Barnes because Matt Barnes has been incredible. Shockingly good. <laughs> Don't get your like, hopes up. So, but he's so electric whenever he yeah. goes out there. It's a contract. The energy dude, from him. Honestly, Joey, yeah, that's funny. I, I, th- I, I think I also think it's because he doesn't have the pressure of being the closer. Because Alex Core is hesitant to name a closer because he doesn't want to jinx Matt Barnes. He literally <laughs> said that. Cora knows. Yeah. And uh Joey's guy's been really good. Uh Hirokazu Sawamura. Sawamura. He's been great. Only thing is a little bit of control issues, but that's yeah. no biggie. I mean, he had a, a scoreless and hitless inning in a third uh, yesterday. Yesterday. So. Yeah. He's nice. Yeah. His splitter's His, nasty. When yeah. you throw a splitter 94 miles an hour, good luck. Yeah. That is so hard to hit. Speaking of hard to hit pitches, Whitlock's changeup is 
unbelievable. It's yeah. almost a screwball. It moves like a screwball. It's crazy. Like you can't hit that. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I am impressed with the turnaround from this pitching staff. Was it Whitlock who said that he learned his changeup from Matt Andrees? I think I heard that. Or Matt Andrees was helping him with it at least. I don't know, but turns out that Matt Andrees is a bigger signing than we thought. Yeah. I love how every time he pitches, Eck keeps saying how he looks like Trevor Bauer. I don't really <laughs> see it, but I don't know about this. I'm pretty sure Eck was like, he looks like Trevor Bauer. He doesn't pitch uh... like him, but <laughs> Well, isn't Bauer getting investigated? His yes, balls are getting and checked. I'm so happy about that. The balls. Yeah, Trevor yeah. Bauer's getting a ball inspection. I, didn't hear I think it's him in jail. Funny. I didn't hear about this. Can you guys catch me they, up? The MLB took a bunch of his balls from his uh, outings. That is not Trevor Bauer. That does not look like Trevor Bauer. <laughs> Sorry, Eck. Just no. But the, the MLB took a bunch of his um, the balls from his starts to investigate them um, and check them for any foreign substance substances. Isn't that the point? Doesn't he use foreign substances? Well, you're not allowed to. Yeah, but he's super proud of it. That's his whole thing. Yeah, he, his he, thing is legalized pine tar. The MLB is cracking down on that, though. There was a, there was a rumor that he could have been signed to the Dodgers to big contract because he's giving them a secret formula of like sun... <laughs> sunscreen and well because there was this there was this angels coach a few years ago who was giving like specialized like sunscreen out to like like his own home remedy of like grip stuff for pitchers that was adding like 400 rpm per per throw and like bauer was like posting on twitter and he was like i know for a fact if i did this i could raise my rpm by this much and now and then last year, his RPM went up by like 300, and he won a Cy Young. So he's probably a cheater. That's there's a pretty good. I think he basically Clay Buckles got in trouble for something a couple of years ago. He mixed sunscreen with dirt and he put it on his forearm. Yeah. Oh, the I classic, mean, dirt, the classic dirt ball. Another thing with Bauer is on Twitter, he would constantly call out pitchers for using pine tar and like go off on everybody for that which i feel like is something you would do if you did that yourself just kind of to, <laughs> to make yourself away look from you innocent yeah exactly i mean well your battery's being a hypocrite if trevor bauer is a little weird I'm just one of the reasons why i didn't want him to come to boston if this was happening in boston just because we're we're born winners he'd be put on trial in front of like the supreme court <laughs> did you or did you not put pine tar on your balls? Yeah. Not nah, Cora wouldn't let that happen, I feel like. Uh yeah, Bauer's a little weird, but honestly though, like I feel like they're not, he's not going to get in trouble for this because even if they do find pine tar on the balls, they can't say that's from him. Because yeah. I've gotten I've gotten foul balls before and stuff and there's pine tar all over them. You know, you can argue that it was from a bat or from anything. Yeah, he'll make a vlog yeah. about it. Yeah, the he will make a vlog about it. Secret, like, concoction of, like, motor oil, pine tar, and rubber. Like, wasn't, wasn't Bauer the one who, like, the one of the players who, like, initially called out the Astros for, like, yeah, 
because he yeah. he did know something he but um the weird thing is like a lot of players knew the astros were up to something they just that's didn't want to come out the, and say it that's what because players would always go to houston their spin rate would skyrocket yeah so i don't know i think well so is this gonna all blow up and Cora's is gonna get another one year suspension <laughs> yeah we'll see it i don't think i mean nothing's i don't think anything will happen from that like I think MLB is think sending a statement by checking Bowers balls. Yeah, I don't think this is going to have any impact on the Red Sox whatsoever. No, it, it won't. No. I don't think it'll have much of an impact on Trevor Bauer either. I hope it does. I hope he gets kicked out of the game forever. <laughs> How about they suspend the Dodgers for like indefinite forfeits? Forfeits for like they forfeit yeah, every think- single game of the season. They have to play. And no matter what the final score is, it's a loss. <laughs> yeah. I think the MLB should um, institute a new pay ceiling, like for the Dodgers and the Yankees specifically, so that they can't just keep signing players. They should have a pay ceiling in general. Players should not be making $40 million a year. No, there should be a price floor and a price ceiling on like MLB roster salaries. Like, like, like the NBA, cap. like max contracts and stuff? Well, no, like I'm saying, like, each club should be able to pay, like their payroll should either be, like, 160 to 210 million. Like, they shouldn't be allowed to go over or under without penalty. That's fair. Yeah. That would make, like, small market teams be more competitive with big market teams, and it would just make baseball better, but... You know what the MLB should do happen. is they should fix their app. Because whenever you open their app, when you're listening to music or watching yes, something, it just stops. I hate this. it. It sucks. Every time. Like, I'll be listening to music or playing music on a speaker and the Red Sox win or lose. And then I have to go to the MLB at bat app to look at the box score. And my music stops. Why? Mm-hmm. It's very it's annoying. so annoying. Just Almost as it. bad as the Nesson app. But nothing can be that, that bad. It's hard to be as bad as that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So MLB, get on that. Uh, to wrap up the whole Orioles series... I just want to say, first off, I hate the Orioles. I think their whole thing is very, like, Orioles as a logo and as a mascot, bad. I don't like the orange scheme. I don't like any of the players on the team. The helmets Aside suck. from Trey Mancini, I love Trey Mancini. But all the players on their team should not be, like, the one of their best players is Anthony Santander. That's a bank, not a player. They got Ryan Mountcastle. Who sucks, by the way. Leads the MLB in strikeouts. Yeah, and Freddie Galvis, one thing about him, not a bad player, but I was listening to the Red Sox uh, radio broadcast during one of the games, and they kept pronouncing his name wrong, and it was driving me insane. Galvis. Will Fleming loves to do that. I hate it. Just say it. It's not like he's a rookie. He's been in the league. Like You know how his name is pronounced. I hate when people pronounce Vasquez as Vasquez, too. Yeah. They were doing that on the YouTube game what about perez dave perez. o'brien always says perez is that correct i think i think it is because martin perez he doesn't he, on his jersey doesn't the e have an accent on it maybe yeah well, like, you're the spanish he, expert I mean, here. Yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> i think it is perez but i trust dave o'brien i feel like he pronounces it right yeah one said no one ever but yeah <laughs> we missed our Perez day today or Perez day today. 
We did. Uh, Garrett Whitlock was supposed to pitch today, too, I think. Damn. Speaking of which, they really should move this to Boston. They should, yeah. We were talking about that before we got on. They postponed the game against the Twins today um, for safety reasons because there's protests happening in Minnesota. And if they can't play today, I don't really understand how they can play tomorrow or the day after that. They so won't be able to. I was thinking on a plane, come to Boston. I think yeah. they come to Boston. Right now, yeah. Fenway Park is wide open. Yep, and I looked at the schedule. Um, they play in Boston in August, and um, they have a common off day the day before that series. So what they can do is play a three-game set at Fenway starting tomorrow and then just play the four-game series in August. Jeez, mm, all over it. And it's it's seamless. Yeah, it works. But, you know, um, is, is MLB smart enough to do that because nope. their replay system is broken? If we uh, want to touch yeah. on that. What the replay joke. system is so bad. One, wait, real quick. The Twins proposed doing a um, seven-inning doubleheader instead of just going just to Boston. I don't think they're going to be I, able to play. I don't think they're going to be able to play. Where's the change? They're, I mean, they're going to have to. Yeah. I think the Red Sox yeah. aren't even staying in Minneapolis. Like Their hotels are just not there because they can't be. There's no way anything changes from today to tomorrow. It doesn't. That's just the way it goes. No, it's. I guess, but like it, it honestly, it's not too hard to move this to Boston. It really no, is. It's not. It's but not at all. It it, it can but, be done in a matter of hours. Like yeah, they could be in Boston like a few tonight. hours from now. Yeah, they yeah, they could they could be like the players could be in Boston in bed by like eleven o'clock tonight easily. That's right. Manfred's yeah. too stubborn. He is. Real quick, I, like Joey mentioned, the MLB yeah. replay system. I don't want to spend too much time on it because I've spent a lot of time talking about this with friends and I'm very, it's, if you missed it last night in the Braves Phillies game, um, Alex Bohm from the Phillies tagged up at third base to go home on a throw from Marcelo Zuna. And he didn't slide. He kind of like twirled around home plate, did not touch home plate, was called safe because the umpire thought he touched home plate. So then obviously they challenged the play and they confirmed the ruling on the field that he was safe, even though you can clearly tell that he never touched home plate at any point and should have been called out. And that was the go ahead run. And the reason that the Braves lost the game. What is the point of having the replay system? If it's still not going to produce the correct call, it was yeah. very obvious that he did not touch home plate yet. They still said that he did. And I think the problem is that umpires in New York don't want to overturn the call of their fellow umpire buddies at the game. Like they don't want to step on the umpire's call and be like the guy who was two feet away from the play got it wrong. The call should be this, not this. So I don't think that having MLB umpires in New York is the best way to do it, or at least they shouldn't know what the call was on the field. They should just be given the play be like, Here's this play. The call was challenged by one of the teams. What do you think this call should be? Without any kind of knowledge of what the call was or who challenged the play. That's what it should be. Or they should do something to get it right. Because, on a loan depot because we were confident we could I'm deliver so the sorry. <laughs> How do I stop it? What is it? At Loan Depot, it's we know. Home. What? So painful. What do I guess I that's do? our new sponsor. <laughs> I'm so sad right now. I was literally <laughs> just trying to catch up with what you guys are talking about and watch the freaking play in an unskippable, unmutable ad. 
flies up. I'm so sorry, guys. I didn't mean to do that. I just wanted to see the video. <sighs> but yeah, if you're going to have a replay system, get it right. I think, was it Travis Darno who said, if you're going to still get calls wrong like that with the replay system, don't even have it. He said he'd rather yeah. not even have it. Yep. <sighs> it bothers me so Good much. Point. Yeah. Like, imagine if the division comes down to one game. Yeah. Between the Braves game. and the Phillies. Yeah, and it's that game that should have went the other way. It's horrible. Well, or at least should have gone to extras. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he didn't even touch. Oh, that's crazy. What is he mm-hmm. doing? What the hell was that? <laughs> we need to speak to our umpire expert, Scott, about that. Yeah. I mean, I he's proud of his job as an umpire, yeah. but, like, that's hard to defend. You can't, you can't yeah. say. Can I, can I message him right now? Go for it. Yeah. But um Chris Russo on his horrible show was talking about it and he said that he talked to his umpire buddy and all the umpires are saying about it is when you challenge it and New York looks at it you need to have enough evidence to fully overturn the call. There was and enough evidence. There was enough evidence, but they just I don't understand. I, I don't. Care. I mean, it was it was the last game of the day, Sunday night baseball, ninth inning. Everyone probably went home. Nationally televised game. So what is? So they they challenge it, right? And then why would they want it to help out their umpire buddies? Why would the New York guys want to just have them sit there and then be wrong? Wouldn't it be better for them to change the call? Yeah, but I mean, umpires are stubborn. Yeah, they are. I know. I know. You have to angel, but. Would you rather admit you're wrong than like motion safe to a crowd full of people watching it on a big screen, knowing you're incorrect? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, I was an umpire, a youth umpire for a little bit. I was and too. If I got a call wrong, I don't want to admit that I'm wrong. I want everyone to think that they're wrong and I was right. My yeah, was- if everyone can tell that it was wrong and you knew that you got it wrong, I'd rather it be right. Yeah, because then the fact- that takes the attention off you at that point. Yeah, and the right call was made. All the umpires are a bunch of old, old white men, anyways. They don't want to be called wrong. No one yeah. wants to be wrong. They're too prideful. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna. Like, the umpires are gonna be wearing those those wristbands for solidarity again because they feel like the world is out to get them. Well, maybe if you're maybe if you get good at your job, then yeah, I, know. I don't know. The umpires for the Red Sox have been a little shaky too in terms of. Some of the pitch calls. Cowboy calls. Jones to hang him up. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Just retire already, please. Yeah, there are, there are quite a few calls in that Orioles series where I was like, that's not a strike. Oh, yeah. the, the the play at first base with Franchi, that was awful. He reached the umpire by the time the ball got in Mancini's glove. Yeah. If, if this happened to the Red Sox, like if the Red Sox were the Braves in this situation, this whole episode would just be us screaming. I feel bad for Braves. I'd be, re- I'd be really. Imagine bad. losing a game by a guy not even touching home plate, but being said, yeah. it, oh, it's so bad. The MLB needs to do something. Like they can't just brush over this and ignore it. I don't know. Knowing Rob Manfred, he will. He's just, just not like release a statement or something. It'll be like, I, I stand by the umpires. If they believe they got it right, then they did. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, um, let's get to the questions because we have a bunch. Let's 
go. Let's go. Right, oh, GJ Oh, you want to hear the most exciting thing is? My phone is on 1%. Get a charger. Oh. Yeah. Give me a sec. I don't know where my charger is. Uh-oh. On it. Ready. We still need a jingle. We need to work on that. What? GJ questions oh, intro. For GJ questions, yeah. Here, pick some chords on the guitar and play GJ. It's yeah. Like yeah. It. Compose us a song real quick. All right, y'all. Be quiet and listen to GJ questions. Does this team have enough pitching to go the whole year? I think so. Yeah. Barring injury. I mean, we'll get Sale back. We're pretty deep. Year, which will help. Yeah. Tanner Houck is chilling in Worcester. Tanner Houck, yeah. Great starter in Worcester. Matt Andrees can step in and start if we need him to. And a star on the injury reserve, so. Yeah, I feel like our, our pitching is definitely deep. Also, go. one I, thing that um, Red Sox stats on Twitter pointed out, in that trade with the Phillies that we got Nick Pavetta in, Nick Pavetta wasn't the centerpiece. Connor Seabold was. Connor Seabold. And Nick Pavetta is pitching great, so. And then who else did we get from the Yankees with Ottavino? Uh, oh, Frank German. German. Oh, that guy. No, I was thinking of... um. Someone else who who pitched in spring training a good amount, not not Wick, Wickowski. There was a different W. Oh wait, no, that was Whitlock. Maybe Wickowski. Isn't he pretty solid? Winkledooski, yeah. Winkledooski, yeah. <laughs> Didn't we get somebody else from the Rays too when we like gave them? Oh, we got uh, Ronaldo Hernandez, the catcher. The catcher. Yeah, yeah that was big. We He's made a lot nice. of under the radar moves this off season and before that. That's my which boy. Is what Heim Bloom does. My my friends were tearing Haim to pieces after we started 0-3. A lot of people were. Yeah. Calling him a cheapskate and all that. And then I was like, yeah. trust the process. Watch what's about to happen. I'm going to the Sox, and they're not going to lose ever yeah. again. There was one comment. What post was it on? There was one comment where this guy commented a whole paragraph about how Haim Bloom is ruining the Red Sox. Yankees fan. find it. Hey, that, that, that chain bloom guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> there was a Yankees fan in my comment the other day. He said um, that was the last game that we won, I think, or maybe the one before that. Or I was saying how we're insane and like a great team. And he was like, bro, shut up. No, you're not. Check the standings, dog. Yeah, seriously. Here we go. This one from Devin. This is just showing why Heim Bloom is a terrible GM. Guy trades all of our good players for prospects and won't spend money on good players. And he's done. All he's done is bring in guys that used to be good in hopes that they'll bounce back so he can save some money. He destroyed this team and his fans now have to watch a team that should be amazing now lose constantly. Hopefully they can turn it around quick or something based on, but based off of our roster and how they've played, I don't see the playoffs in our future. Well, Devin, we've won six straight games, so suck it. Boo hoo. <laughs> Next question. Back to the questions. Thanks, guys. All right. Will J.D. Martinez get an extension with the Red Sox? I mean, the idea is probably not, right? Uh, I don't know if he probably wants to pay him. This long. If he opt out this offseason, I don't think we would have re-signed him. I agree so, with that. This past offseason. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I don't know how you let someone like this go. Obviously, we're not too deep into the season. Anything could happen, but – so yeah, far. I mean, they got to keep him. Even if he like I think starts to trail off a little bit, he's still valuable as a hitting coach. Yeah, and like 
And JD I, trailing off just means 280 and 30 yeah. homers instead of yeah. 340 or 50. Like, so. yeah. I, I feel like Heim, like Heim Bloom is going to pay people. He will. Yeah. I think he just, yeah. I think his main priority was originally just getting under the luxury tax. Yeah. And I mean, now, now we're pretty people, comfortably under it. Rafael Devers, Eduardo Rodriguez both need to be signed to extensions. Yep. Vasquez too, needs right? To happen. Yeah, I think so. I'm more concerned about Rafael Devers and Eduardo Rodriguez. Vasquez right is a They'll very figure something out with Vasquez. Question because Vasquez is 31. Or, yeah, he'll be 31 oh, he this year. He's a yeah. catcher, though. Yeah, um, I don't know. We we have a couple catching prospects: Connor Wong, Connor Wong, the mm-hmm. other the Ray, Rays dude, Hernandez. Yeah, yeah. From the Rays. yeah, so that that would be interesting. Yeah, but um, I would rather, you know, I I'd like to trade Vasquez if it came to that because he's gonna. He, I think this year I said it preseason. He's gonna make a case as a top five catcher in the game. Absolutely, he isn't already. We're going to go rapid Stop fire the with the questions. Let's get on some secant lines here. All right. You guys good? Yeah. <laughs> you think the Sox are going to win the World Series? Yep. Sure. Still Why not? Why not? Let's try. Oh, here we go. Uh, one person you're willing to give up to trade at the deadline, and who would you go after? Chavis. I feel like he's an odd man out that still has some value. Trade him for – I would love another bullpen guy. You can never have enough these days. Yeah. Someone to get Austin Bryce out of the bullpen or Josh Taylor. For me, it would be Marwin. I just don't like Marwin Gonzalez, but he has no value. Right, he doesn't. So if someone if we were talking someone with like legit value, I would say maybe Garrett Richards, just because he's replaceable. I'd say yeah. maybe I'd say maybe Ottavino, just because like he's only on a one year deal. And our bullpen sure. seems like they've got their stuff together. Yeah, well, we haven't really seen them in high leverage situations yet, which is what I'm concerned exactly. about. Exactly. So it's hard to really make a call on any of this. Yeah. But that is a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, if position players became pitchers and pitchers became position players, who would dominate? Mitch Moreland. One position player that'd be sick as a pitcher, and then likewise the other way around. I feel, I feel like, like Nick Pavetta could be a good outfielder. I was just going to say that. Nick Pavetta looks like a position player. He, he, made, he made a really nice play. Is your pick batting-wise also? Chris Sale can hit. Sure. Chris Sale can he hit? He can, but I, think, I, think, I don't. Uh, Philip Valdez could be a good like a, a good second baseman. He's got the speed. Yeah. He's, every time the yeah. bat comes off the ball, he's so quick to try and go get it, even if it's foul. Yeah, like a D Gordon. Yep. Yeah, uh, I, I love the Red Sox pitchers. They've been taking PFP seriously. Yeah. I respect it. Also, I feel like Mike Trout would be good as a pitcher because he's good at everything. Mm. Yeah. Um, JD or Devers for play of the week? JD. Probably. JD. 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 Um, Devers wasn't great in the Rays series. No. Uh, how much does this next series matter? I mean, depending on how it goes. It's it big. Huge. We're facing a lot of good pitchers. Yeah, it's going to be a real test. I mean, Hat we haven't really areas. faced good pitchers yet, other this than like game, Tyler Glasnow. This game moving around is a weird wrinkle to a series that should have been pretty straightforward. It like, better not kill our momentum. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it's going to be a big series. I think, you know, as long as they keep the energy in the, the dugout high, that they'll, they'll be able to keep their momentum going. Keep yeah. doing tunnel time, baby. 
Uh, will uh, when Chris Sale returns, who is getting taken out of the rotation? Sorry, I don't want to like after nine games, Garrett Richards. <laughs> I don't want to put this out there, but I feel like someone's going to be injured by I, then, so yeah, <laughs> and, it'll just work out. Yeah, but if we need to take someone out, yeah, Garrett Richards probably. But that's again, it's a nine game sample. We don't have a ton of. Yeah, yeah. And he we could need, be like, good in the bullpen though. Who? I don't know. Garrett Richards. He could be. If no, we're I would rather playoff wise than yeah. Yeah, I'd rather move him into the bullpen and just like send like Bryce or Taylor down than like completely scrap the idea. Send both of them down and then put uh, Hauk and Richards in the bullpen. Mm. Have a bullpen of starters. Kind of smart. Mm-hmm. No, I mean instead of starters full of bullpens. A bullpen full of starters. Yeah. I like it better. Reverse raise method. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, how will Phillips Valdez contribute this year? I think he's just going to be solid. I He's still a wild card to me, but I feel like he can be a solid middle relief yeah. guy. And it, if, you know, if things blow up, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. We have other people, but, you know, so far so good. Um, Dahlbeck thrive in the MLB or fall off? I feel like he's he'll break out eventually. If it doesn't happen this season, I feel like he's still going to end up being a good major leaguer because he has so much raw power and talent. I think it's I think, just a sophomore slump. Yeah, or even just a slow start to the season. Yeah. I also think having JD and having replay review just makes every hitter in our lineup better. Yeah. Yes. So the more he works with JD and the more he like is able to like review his at bats, the better he'll get. We've seen that like throughout the Orioles series, he started to get a little bit hotter every game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, JD final season home run tally. What do you got? Forty-one. Forty-seven. Sixty-nine. <laughs> nice. Um, and record prediction at 162. 159 and three. Can't argue with that. <laughs> 95. They were very confident with 95. But um, all right. And uh, pros and cons for the last five starts this season. What? Uh, what? what? <laughs> yeah, whatever. That's so specific. Yeah. Pros are winning games. Cons. Who's hitting the most this season? Cons. JD. Yeah. What? What's the question? Who's hitting the most singers this season? JD. JD. Mm, yeah. Um, maybe Devers. Maybe Devers. That's kind of interesting. Who do you want in a save situation on the mound? I can't right say Matt Barnes. No, right? I can't no. say it. Koji Uihara. Koji Uihara. <laughs> yeah, I can't say Matt Barnes either. Whoever. No, here, here's the thing. I think if we stay negative about Matt Barnes, maybe. I still think he sucks. I think he's just getting lucky right now. Maybe. Yes. I want to see Hiro. Hiro Kazusawamura. Kazusawamura. I love saying his name. Yeah. Um, Who's the most overrated on the Sox? That makes me a little sad. I don't like that. Marwin Gonzalez. Marwin Gonzalez. That dude is a bona fide scrub. He can't play. (laughs) He's the most underrated on the Sox. Underrated? I think Kike because he's been tearing the cover off the ball. He's just hitting it right at people. Yeah. He leads the Red Sox in expected home runs. I would say that Franchi could also be underrated, 
Yeah. Um, Nick Pavetta can also count as underrated. Garrett Whitlock. Mm-hmm. When um, when Franchi hits his first home run, it's going to go like 470 feet. It won't That's land. Right. That's right. I'll just keep keep going up there. Um, <laughs> Lucas asks, who would you rather go to dinner with, Verdugo or JD? Mm. Ooh. Verdugo, he's so funny. I, I'd go yeah. with Verdugo. JD would just – he, he, I don't know. You'd ask I feel like JD, JD's like do you want steak or psycho. chicken? He is psycho. You ask JD, yo, JD, do you want the steak or the chicken? He'll say, I want a hit. <laughs> <laughs> JD would be fun to fish with, though, I feel like. He's a big fishing guy. Because I bet he's like the same way about fishing as he is with hitting. I bet he looks at video of himself fishing. <laughs> he sees how he, he like takes video of himself casting and he sees how he casts and he goes yeah i bet he works on his like better. casting swing yeah he does it like a baseball bat like just like um he could send it far mm-hmm. the do farthest you a, do you guys think we have a chance in the playoffs why not why not? Why not us? Like legitimately. Too, too early to say. Too early to say. But yeah, why it's not? It's too early, but like so far, so good. I don't even want to mention playoffs yet. Yeah. Just yeah, enjoy I mean, the, the fun train right this now. This isn't this isn't the NFL season. We, we still got a lot of baseball. Yeah, uh, a lot of games. games to go. 153 yeah. more games. Um, hey, but 17 and 10 might be in the cards. 17 and 10, baby. Mm-hmm. When Brazier comes back, should we DFA Taylor or Arroyo? Uh, the question should be Taylor or Bryce. Yeah, it'd be. I mean, Although, Taylor's a lefty. So Bryce. But Bryce, I feel like, is slightly better. He is. Slight. Like, it's I haven't seen Taylor at all this year. Oh, uh, it's because he pitched like the first like two games of the season. It, it was, was horrible. Awful. Yeah, he closed out that game. Oh, did that he pitched in the, like, out the Orioles or the Rays. Yeah. He pitched in that game that we blew out the Rays, and he got all mad and threw the ball down the right field yeah, line at the end of the that's game. That's not a good look. I don't – yeah. Out on him. Whatever. But so, yeah, would, DFA Josh. Would we take Brazier back? Because he, he wasn't necessarily good last year, but, I mean – I don't know. He's better yeah, than – he was great in 20. Yeah. Um, Nick5567 says, I heard this nickname from the Gone Bridge Boys. Is Hidden Valley Branch a good nickname? Hidden Valley uh, Branch. No, the franchise. It's too long. I like the franchise more because it just flows. Franchise, French dressing, French fry, French toast. French toast. Um, yeah. Give French fr- bread. Give Franks to give French to the Lord. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> I don't know about that one, but um, <laughs> chance Richards gets traded. Too early, but he could. It could happen though. Of anyone on this team, nine games in, it's him. Yeah. Um, thoughts on Franchi so far? There you go. God. Love him. Beast. Monster. Mammoth. Um, they should get rid of Wally the Green Monster and just make it Franchi the Monster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, final question of the afternoon. Is Jay Martinez the best hitter in baseball? Yep. Yeah. No <laughs> doubt. Numbers don't lie. All right. And that's all the questions, homies. Um, so I've been in contact with our umpire liaison. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's saying that this situation 
is um, what we refer, what he refers to as call stands, and that there was not enough <laughs> clear and convincing evidence uh, to turn over the, to overturn the call. And uh, this is a direct quote from him: "When you look at different angles, each one has doubt. When you are blocked by the umpire's leg, one is too high, so you can't see the depth. And then when you have some dirt kick, dirt kick up blocking view of part of the foot." And um, I followed that up by asking him whether or not he thought there was enough evidence. And uh, he's, he's responding right now. But um, what are our thoughts on this, this first? That's analysis? why I hate umpires because I they're just going to keep dancing around him. it. Exactly. All the umpires are going to say that same exact line. That's the same you thing all of them have said. Umpires feel like they're under attack and they need to band together with all their homies or they're going to like just get trashed on for legitimate things. And you never want to say, yeah, that was a horrible call because you never want to like delegitimize your own calls that are probably just as horrible. I've had so many horrible umpires. Umpires don't bother me. I understand being an umpire in like a little league game is a, is a thankless, difficult job. But when you get to the major league, especially, and you're paid all that money with people who are paid a lot of money also, and you're one, a whiny little sucker, or two, just bad at your job, there needs to be consequences. There needs to be consequences in every sport. Thank God it's not as bad as the NBA. I understand the argument that the kids in the younger ages, and especially like even middle school kids, like when we back did it, shouldn't be getting trashed on. I also understand that high school umpires and high school refs are jerks 80% of the time and are whining and get stuff wrong all the time. It's unacceptable. There needs to be a healthy discussion around umpires and referees in all of sports. And I'm tired of the whining from people who think you can't just tell me that the other guy's wrong. And that's all I got to say. So they're there. They get so, paid to get the call right, not to defend their ego. Nobody That's cares. Nobody cares about your like personal integrity, whether you got the call wrong or right. Just get the call right in the end, whether you have to review it and then overturn the original call. Just get the call right. We're there to watch the baseball players. We care about the baseball teams that are playing baseball, not the umpires who should be in the background making sure that the game gets played right. That's the only reason they're there is to allow the game to be played by being in the background and getting calls right. That's what they get paid for. We don't need to hear you defending your umpire ideals and values because we don't care about that. We just want baseball games to happen the way that they should happen. So um, his take on, I asked him whether or not he thought there was enough evidence. He goes, he thinks that common sense says he missed the plate, but because he was called safe, there needs to be clear evidence. And if he was um, called he out, sent me this pic if he was called out on the field, he would have been out. Yes. That's why it's stupid. Um, um, so he sent me this picture and audio listeners. Um, Is that a potato? There's dirt. No, that's dirt. He circled it with like a highlighter. He circled the dirt. Okay. Um, and he's saying that this dirt right here uh, that's obstructing whether or not his foot is actually touching a part of the plate is what made the call the way it was. Um do with that what you will. But. Uh, I get it, but I've seen calls overturned with far less evidence. Yeah. That's the thing. It's just so inconsistent. And they should give umpires – they need to mic up umps like they do in the NHL. Yes, they do. They, they do it, Every they do other it in sport. the NBA now. They started with the NBA this year. Every sport, the, uh, the refs or the umpires are mic'd up and they explain the call. But in baseball, you just have the umpires – silently talking about things and then the game resumes and the broadcasters don't even know what's happening. So the broadcasters try to explain it to you. Jerry Remy or Dennis Eggersley are out there like, what are they saying out there? 
Like, what's the call here? Like, it should be this. Why aren't they saying that? And the fans have no idea what's going on. The fans in the ballpark don't even know because there's no mic at all. There's no way for the umpires to communicate with the fans and explain why they made this call or why it's this. And regardless of whether they got the call right or not last night in that game, they should have explained it and explained why they thought it was that. Statements after the game don't really have the same effect as explaining it in-game. I agree. Also, Mike Trout tweeted about it, so the MLB should have it on the radar and do something yeah, about it. MLB Mike Trout doesn't, doesn't like it. Mike Trout. Gotta change it. Um, let's just continue the ranting. It is time for Big Dog Barks. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we need segment intros. <laughs> most hype, the most hype segment on, on the in the dugout well, podcast. Well, um, well, <laughs> Why are you? Big dog is not ready yet. Hold on. <laughs> Rest in peace, DMX. All right, man. Check the power rankings this morning, released by MLB.com. I see the Yankees at three, right? Right, sitting. What? What's the record? Three and four. They're four, four and five. Four and five. Last time I checked, that's not pretty good. It's a losing record, folks. That is a losing record. So I scroll down and I'm like, "Where are the Red Sox? Why aren't they at one when they clearly should be? They're at twenty. Now, I don't know what Major League Baseball has been watching or what idiot made this or like this. This, this looks like a preseason power rankings and they just forgot to turn it in. That's probably what happened. Um, it's an absolute joke. I don't get how you can put like the, the best offense in the American League, if not in baseball. How are they the 20th best team in baseball? The Red Sox lead the American League in average in runs. runs. In hits, in doubles, and in at bats. That's not significant. But the other ones are. And they're number 20th on the power rankings. Yeah. Pretty, pretty crummy, if you as ask me. As stupid as they are, I am very glad that the, they have the Red Sox that low. Keep sleeping on us. Yep. Keep doing it. Because Please. we play better as an underdog team. And if you don't want to recognize what we're doing, if you don't want to recognize us as a legitimate team, that's fine by me because we can keep playing good baseball and keep staying under the radar until we come back later in the season and make everybody pay for it. If you want to keep sleeping on us, do it because we're going to make you pay. That's right. That's facts. Drop us lower. Put us at 30th. Those keep going 30, down. We don't care. Put us at 30 and put us and put the Yankees at one, even if they're like uh, four and 158. Yeah. I'm curious, were there any other outrageous teams that were above us? Let me pull them up again. Probably. I'm sure. I mean, they they put 19 teams ahead of us. So, yeah. People don't know what a power ranking is. I don't even know if I can do a definition. Yeah. I mean, it's weird because it means something different to everyone. Yeah. The Rays? We, we literally we we smoked swept the Rays. We swept the Rays. <laughs> and then the Rays embarrassed the Yankees. I, yeah. Who does these power rankings? Uh, this would be – I'm calling this person out. Dear 
Allison Footer, you are an idiot. But I'm happy with it. Keep sleeping on us because we play better like that. So keep sleeping on us. Yeah. She's going to keep making JD angrier and angrier. Yeah. You're just giving us more power. So keep doing it. Um, to wrap this up, the Red Sox are fun. All aboard the fun yeah, train. Fun. Here we go. Let's hope they can play a baseball game soon. Yeah, that'd be nice. I know. I'm um, not all that confident in it, man. I'm a little spooked. Just they have to move Boston. it. They have to move now. it. I don't see how we're going to be able to play a normal series. Yeah, well, that'll do it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Um, we'll be back next Monday. <laughs>